Hello, and welcome to the Soul Aligned Life Podcast. I am your host, Nikki Crowell, and I am an intuitive business mentor and soul purpose strategist here to help you along your business and spiritual journey. Be sure you stay tuned until the very end of this podcast because I have a very special offer for you podcast listeners out there. So let's jump right into the episode. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of The Solo Line Life. So I thought of something this week that I was like, oh my God, mind blown. And it's a weird concept because... It was, about, it was around like abundance and attracting um, wealth and all of the things that we live our lives and strive for in our society where we, you know, we have to make a living, obviously. We need to earn money, right, in, in the world today to do the things that we love and what we want to do and living our lifestyle by design, which is what I'm all about. However, something occurred to me that I was just like, oh my God, that's insane. And I want to share it with you today. Have you ever considered that you don't even know who you truly are as a 3D individual until you're rich? And you're probably like, what the fuck are you talking about, Nikki? Okay, listen, hear me out. When we're in this nine to five life, this hustle grind mentality, we are constantly just trying to make to make ends meet, right? When you're comfortable enough to choose what to do, what would you choose to do? When you don't have to work for money to pay your bills and you have the luxury of having all of that cared for and taken care of, what do you do with your time? Who are you as a person? Do you help other people? Do you create something, a passion project? Do you travel? Do you write? Do you make art? What is it that you do? And this absolutely blew my mind because I was like, holy shit, there's so many people in the world right now who are literally just doing whatever they have to do, not what they want to do, to earn money in order to maintain a life that isn't necessarily the life that they're choosing. And this may be common sense, but I've never thought of it in this way before. Like in the way of you don't even know who you truly are until you are rich or abundant or whatever insert, you know, adjective here. How wild is that? And this is why it took me a really long time to be really, really honest to break my poor person mentality. I didn't grow up with financially savvy parents. You know, I grew up poor, like low middle class. And I watched my mom struggle working two, three jobs. You know, it was like I couldn't afford the cool sneakers, you know, in middle school that everybody else was wearing. Like I had all the knockoff brands of everything, like literally. And I remember thinking to myself like, oh my gosh, this is what life is. Like you can't, we just don't deserve to have nice things and we can't have what everyone else has. So we'll make it work with what we got. And we always made it work, you know? My mom did a great job. 
But I found myself recently, you know, now I'm in my 30s, okay? So this took a long time. When I'm in my 20s and I'm a student and I'm working full-time, multiple jobs, in school full-time, you know, I was struggling financially. I was putting myself through school pretty much. I was the first person in my family to go to college, university, and it was really hard for me to manage my money. And I really wish that I had someone to teach me about these things earlier in life. Obviously, we don't always get that luxury, which now I don't believe is a luxury. I believe it's a, a you know, a right. But we don't get that education that we need at a young age to learn about financial management. So now at this stage of life, where I'm at now with what I do, I get to do what I love and I know that I would choose to do this whether I was getting paid or not. Do you know how I know that? I know that because I've done this for free, happily before. I've happily jumped on calls with people and given them a one hour, you know, one hour of my time, a strategy to help them through their blocks, their issues, whatever problem that they're up against in their business or in their spiritual life and really helped them to overcome that. And that's something that gives me so much joy. So I know that I would do this for free because I have. And when I realized that this was my soul's purpose, I actually felt guilty in the very early stages of my business. I felt guilty for charging for this. I'm like, are you for real? Like, I'm happy to do this for free. What? Like, and this was when I was struggling with my pricing. This is when I was struggling with, you know, am I overcharging? Am I undercharging? Like, do people want to pay for this? I mean, I know it's valuable, but, and this took a really long time. And this was serious poor person mentality happening. And not only that, but it was also a mixture of my spirituality and my guilt that I felt. And I don't think enough people talk about this, to be honest. The guilt that I feel as a service provider, as an intuitive business woman using my own gifts and charging people for them. And I think a lot of people feel this way who are in this sort of um, realm and, you know, these very specific niche part of our industry where if you're if you're leveraging your spiritual gifts you best believe you should be charging high dollar for these okay because think about for a second like we all have to make a living right but think about in the i don't know like the middle ages is the best like example that comes to my mind the shamans of the village you know the witch doctors the whatever those people had a role to play those people had a purpose to fulfill being on this earth at that period of time with the gifts that they were given and they didn't need to charge money for it because the community took care of them they didn't need money for food or shelter or to pay bills they had community caring for these people because it was a service that, that these energy workers were providing for the community and in turn, the community cared for that person. Now, in this day and age, to be an energy worker or a healer of some sort, you should not feel guilty charging your worth for your gifts. Because listen, people still need them. 
and we still got to pay our bills, right? And it takes a long time, you know, and I, I think this level of guilt comes from A, not knowing your worth, B, being in the early stages and kind of enjoying it and not feeling like you're working. So you're like, ah, you know, it's fun. It's okay. Let me tell you, firsthand experience, you will be burnt the fuck out if you continue to give and give and give and give and give without receiving. And I'm not even talking energetically here. I'm talking financially. You are allowed to receive financially for the gifts and services that you provide. Okay. Now, going back to my poor person's mentality, it wasn't until recently, like in the, I don't know, I wouldn't say, you know, it's not too recently, but like in the last five years or so, that I was just like, wow, my childhood fucked me up. Like, I literally was, (laughs) I remember uh, one time, this wasn't too long ago, actually. This is like this year, a couple months ago. I remember. I was grabbing a snack before the gym and I grabbed, you know, a banana and I grabbed some peanut butter, almond butter, whatever we had. And I opened the jar and I had just like, just meditated right before and I was feeling like, you know, that super serene, peaceful, like Zen vibe. And I'm just like, wow, I'm feeling so good. And I look at the peanut butter and I was like, wow, I've come so far. This is like the fancy brand peanut butter. And I remember thinking and laughing out loud, being like, did I just think that? Like, (laughs) you know, like, wow, that is sad. And I remember laughing at myself because when I was growing up, we bought home brand. Like that was it. Grocery store brand products we never bought like the skippy or the jiff or the whatever we had some like ghetto ass store brand shit (laughs) and it's fine you know nothing's wrong with it but i remember being in college going grocery shopping and being like you know because i always care what i eat like i always eat very healthy and i remember thinking oh But the cheap ones, and this is another topic for another time, and I am so aware of, ooh, this is opening another can of worms. I'm so aware of the the disproportionate uh, availability of healthy food for poor working families. Like, that is another topic for another time. But it's unhealthy. The peanut butter that's cheap has so much crap in it sugars hydrogenated oils additives like shit that you don't need to put in your body but that's what was affordable to me at that time so I would eat that and I would get so upset because I'm like I can't afford to buy the healthier food which is more expensive but I know that it's better for my body but I'm gonna go a go ahead and you know buy the cheaper one because that's what I could afford and like I was really budget conscious I had to be really careful with my spending and you know now I think I value my health more than spending a few extra dollars obviously because I have the luxury to do that and I know that's a privilege and I totally acknowledge that and if you are lucky enough to be able to spend a little bit of extra money on organic 
produce or whatever, like you need to add that to your list in your gratitude journal when you write and thank the universe because let me tell you, you are so blessed. Do not overlook that. And you know, this is like first world problems over here, right? Talking about which peanut butter to buy. But seriously, please do not overlook the fact that you are in this position to be able to do that. Because there's a lot of families that live probably not very far from where you live now who don't have the luxury to do that and their health suffers because of it. And it's a perpetual situation in our system and that's all I'm going to say about that topic for right now. But money mindset shifts are real. They need to happen. And I really want you to be aware of the way you think about spending, the way you think about investing, the way you think about using your money as energy. So this was another thing. I'm just going to switch gears here. This was another thing that really helped me focus into the energy of abundance and money. First of all, abundance is your birthright. As a soul being, as a you know, a, a, a piece of source energy. Okay. You are divinely entitled to abundance all the time. And I'm talking like feeling as comfortable as you feel breathing air every day. You do not think twice about breathing. You don't worry about where your next breath of oxygen is going to come from. That type of abundance. You just breathe naturally because you know and trust that there is an abundance of oxygen surrounding you at all times. That is the same mentality that you need to apply to your money. Okay? Now, money as energy. When you purchase something, This is getting more 3D now. When you purchase something, you are putting your energy into that business, into that thing that you're buying. And what I mean is you can can say thank you for something or you can say thank you with your money energy, right? When you're paying for a service, for example, or when you're being paid for your service, let's talk about it that way. When you're being paid for your service, you're being thanked for your service with financial energy, right? I want you to think about this every single time you go to buy something that you don't need. And I am one that's very guilty of this. Like I love my almond cappuccinos, okay? I spend too much money on my walks, grabbing an almond cap, like without even thinking twice. And that's something that I've gotten much, much better at. But when I do that, I have to remember that I'm spending a little bit of my energy as well. And on the flip side of that, on the positive side of that, when I choose which business to buy from, I am choosing where I'm putting my energy there as well where I want my energy to go and, you know, help that business thrive, where I'm choosing to spend a piece of myself, because really your time is your money. And this, like I said, this is like the 3D part of this 
mindset that I'm talking about, but your time is your money. You have spent time and energy to earn and receive that money in some way, shape, or form. Doesn't matter how abundant or poor you are. You have done something in some way, shape, or form to have done something to receive that money. And by spending that same money that you have spent energy to receive, you are also giving away that energy that you've put into earning that dollar. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. When I switched my mentality to start thinking this way, I seriously can't believe the changes in my life that have happened. I am much more intentional with my spending. I am much more intentional with who I shop with. I am intentional about how I receive money and how open I am to receiving money. I stop feeling guilty about receiving money. I see receiving money for my gifts as the ultimate gratitude in a physical form to show that gratitude. And I really want you to work on this because it does take a lot of work. And the way that I started doing this was gratitude journaling. Now, I talk a lot about this on my Instagram, about my gratitude journaling, how I do my best in the morning, and if not in the morning, at some point in the day, at least, at least bare minimum three times a week if I'm super busy, right? And usually when you're busy is the times that you need to do that the most, so no excuses. Um, (laughs) But... My gratitude journal is something that I've been doing for a long time. And when you need to shift your vibration, if you're feeling in a funk, off, you woke up in a shit mood for whatever reason, you know, you had a dream that your partner cheated on you and you're all pissed off, like whatever it is, you need to realign your energy, right? And the best and easiest way to do that is gratitude. It doesn't have to be anything big. It can literally be, thank you for the sunshine today. I think I talked about this in in, uh, a couple episodes ago, but I write things in the morning that are very, very simple. And what I do is build momentum around what I'm thankful for. And I, I build this momentum starting small so that it's like a snowball effect. I can't just dive right into another emotion like flipping a switch. I can't do that personally. So what I do is I start small. I take little baby steps from where I am to where I want to be by writing down all of the little things that I'm thankful for that make me happy. Thank you for the sunshine. Thank you for my healthy body. Thank you for my supportive friends and family thank you for my amazing partner thank you for you know healthy food and the ability to nourish my body thank you for the ability to walk thank you for my eyesight thank you for and it just goes on and on and on and on and sometimes if i'm really not feeling it i'll listen to some affirmations on youtube Um, and also if you guys don't know i have a free library of resources that I have a playlist that I've created on YouTube of just a you know a mix of stuff that I personally use so if you want access to that go ahead and click the link in the description of the episode 
where I invite you to join my community called the Soul Aligned Collective. So I have a, a free library there where there's all kinds of templates and information and tools and resources, etc. But there's that YouTube playlist in there, which I find super, super helpful. So this specific video that I'm talking about is an affirmation video. And if I'm really not feeling like I can come up with my own things, like if it's that bad and I can't even think of things I'm grateful for, there's a problem. But anyway, if it's one of those days, I put this playlist on, I sit there with my cup of coffee and I really listen to those words. I don't have my phone around me. Like I really, really tune in and listen and just try to like, feel what that person is saying and I repeat the affirmations in my head or out loud if I'm home alone and it helps shift my vibration just a little bit next thing you know you're starting to come up with even more things you're grateful for and that's when I start writing them down and the reason I write them down is because it makes me slow down it also makes me make them feel real by putting pen to paper and making them go from words in my head to words on a very physical 3D object in my journal on paper. And seeing the words flowing from my pen onto the paper makes it so much more real to me and it makes me feel more gratitude because I'm slowing my brain down in order to write. I am visualizing the words appearing on the page and it just helps so much in maintaining that vibration of gratitude. Also, I um, I don't know how many of you follow Abraham Hicks. I'm a huge fan of theirs and she talks about uh, this, this, this uh, I don't even know what to call it. Uh, oh my gosh, I'm blinking. What's the word? Anyway, she talks about this thing and it's like, you need to hold your vibration for 17 seconds in order for it to be effective. If you can stay in the vibration of gratitude for 17 seconds, you've gained enough momentum to shift yourself into another higher vibration. And the whole reason that I'm talking about this is because I wanted to mention the fact that gratitude, which is what I said a few minutes ago, this whole conversation started from this, gratitude is the easiest vibration to enter. And from there, you can ascend even higher into other vibrations. So from gratitude can then come love, can then come abundance, all of these larger physical and mental and emotional vibrations that you want to um, achieve. So start with gratitude. Talk about what you're thankful for. And also with law of attraction and just how the universe operates, you need to be thankful for what you already have in order to attract more. Now, you live in contrast, right? Every day, we experience things that are sometimes what we want and sometimes what we don't want. And that's okay. Just because as human beings, we are experiencing a situation temporarily that we don't like does not mean that we need to hook into that emotion and ride it out for the rest of the day because that's just going on a negative spiral and that's taking you farther away from what you want. Instead, what I do is I say, thank you for showing me the contrast and 
ensuring and proving to myself more of what I do want and refining what I want by showing me what I don't want. And I know that sounds a bit counterintuitive, but it gives me the ability to release that tension, release that feeling that I'm feeling about, you know, frustration, like being frustrated about whatever situation that is. So if I catch myself getting pissed off about something, I take a breath and I'm like, okay, this is not important. This is just contrast. And I'm so grateful for the universe in showing me what I don't want so that the, the feeling of what I do want is that much stronger. And I leave it at that. I don't harp on why. I don't go on, a, you know, a tangent about, you know, oh, but it should be this way. No, 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 no. I just leave it there and walk in a positive direction. That is, for me, the best way that I have been able to lean more towards positive emotions, even in the face of frustration. And listen, it is hard to do sometimes. It's very frustrating, but it takes practice, just like anything. The more you do it, the more you'll be able to do it. And the more you'll attract things in your life that become very effortless. So with this... um, method that you know Abraham Hicks talks about with the 17 seconds when you write those things down I find that I can be in that vibration of gratitude for much longer than 17 seconds and that's when the big stuff starts to you know come up so I start small I snowball effect it and by the time I'm you know letting my my hand just flow with things that I'm grateful for by the end of my page or by the end of my time journaling, I'm writing big shit, like big stuff. And and this is when my gratitude shifts from things that I'm currently grateful for to things that I want in the future that are not yet in this 3D reality, but are definitely on their way. And I say thank you for them as if they've already happened. Because I in that moment, I feel the gratitude for that event. I feel like that thing has already happened. I feel like I've already achieved that goal. I feel like what I will feel like when it happens. And this is something that's been life-changing for me. So I will talk about more of how I manifest things in another episode. I just wanted to leave you guys with those thoughts. But definitely wanted to share that sort of different perspective of the fact that you don't even know who you are until you are abundantly financially abundant sorry and it's just something that i was just like wow because until you are able to do whatever you want you're doing whatever everyone else wants you to do you're doing the job that you don't like you're doing the thing that makes you money so that you can pay your bills you are being puppeted in ways by yourself that you don't even realize until you're able to financially be free enough to make your own decisions from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep. And that is why becoming financially abundant is so freaking important, especially for spiritual people in business. And this is why I talk about this topic. And normally, I don't like to talk about money mindset because there are so many people out there who specialize in this topic and I will leave that to them 
but I just shared with you today about my own personal money mindset habits and how I've transformed things because I wanted to share my personal experience and show you that this perspective and this shift is really important because it definitely works and you know adjust it make it your own but I really hope you got something out of this today definitely recommend keeping a gratitude journal and try to switch up your morning routine you know and try to see things differently and catch yourself when you're grocery shopping or choosing to invest in a business mentor or a service of some sort that you need or a course that you need think of things as investment in yourself not an a liability you know um in saying that, I, I just said I was going to go, but I just thought of something else. So my partner is really into investing and he has taught me this mentality of thinking in a way of like, that is an asset or that is a liability. Meaning I don't need to buy a fancy car because the second I purchase that car and drive it off the lot, it begins to devalue. And I don't want to put my money into something that is losing value over time. I want to put my money into something that's going to increase value over time. Meaning, you know, stock market investments, real estate investments, um, investing, investing in myself, in my education, in my business. All of these things are investments to me. So when you're on the fence about buying something, really ask yourself, is this something that will have a high ROI, a high return on investment? Is this gonna benefit me in the future? Or is this something that's going to lose value very quickly? Is this something that is going to help me earn more financial abundance in this 3D reality? Or is this something that's actually going to be a detriment to my finances? So. I'll leave you with that. I'm going to go now. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And as always, I'd love to hear from you. Go shoot me a DM over at my Instagram, my podcast Instagram, the Soul Aligned Life Podcast. And I will see you next week for another episode. So that's it for this week's episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. I love having you guys here. As always, if you are interested in learning more about what I do, you can head to the links in the description below where you will find my Instagram handle and website for you to explore my services. I also have a special offer for the listeners of my podcast as a way to say thank you for being here. I've created a community called the Soul Align Collective, which is an umbrella network hosting uh, other communities within the network and multiple courses and even a free resource library called the Ascension Library. So go ahead and click the link below in the description to accept your invitation and I cannot wait to see you there. Have a great week and I'll see you in the next episode.